on the ad's historic run of 19 wins in a row. Admiral's President John Greenberg, friend of the program in the House, as is one of our favorite mascots, Roscoe, in full regalia. Morning, Roscoe. See now, yep, if you're that's right. about it. <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. Eight twelve on this Thursday morning, an unusual one at that. Two twenty nine, twenty four. Leap day today. It's big day today, right? Sure, a lot of celebrate the leap day. Hey, can you? Do you have that soundbite that we had from Common Council President Perez? So this is at he's being questioned about the MPD pursuit policy, right? When do police officers engage with? Reckless driving suspects or suspects of any kind. When can they chase them? When should they break off the chase? It's all encoded in policy. Encoded is the wrong word. What? Enshrined? Mm -hmm, Sure. It's written down somewhere what their policy is supposed to be. Sure. And we are, again, debating this. We sort of go back and forth on our tolerance for police chasing suspects throughout the city of Milwaukee. So... He's being asked about it, the Common Council president, about, hey, do we need to look at the policy again? We've had some high-profile crashes that were at least in part the result of a police pursuit. Go, go ahead. Yeah, he was talking to TMJ4's Miriam McCarr, and this is out on outside. This is like a, on a sidewalk on a street as they're speaking. We wanted the police to let folks know you're not going to get away with reckless driving. So just like that. <laughs> For example. Just like that. Happened as he was speaking. Which, I mean, just should sort of illustrate the problem. Chances are, if you're outside in the city at any given moment, you may hear that. And Vince has never squealed his because tires. Not on purpose, really. Like, but <laughs> I know, I'm just teasing. Sometimes it doesn't catch you off guard sometimes, or it's a little slick. And Actually, yeah. for me, it's on the brakes. I've hit the brakes once and squealed them. I'm like, whoa, oh, wait, whoa, didn't mean to do it. I, Sorry. So uh, why are we debating this again? Didn't we already have this debate? At, towards the end of the tenure of Chief Flynn, mm-hmm. and there were a bunch of police chases at the time, and some of them had deadly consequences for innocents, as well as those being chased. I mean, regardless of, with rare exception, if you're driving recklessly, that doesn't mean you ought to be sentenced to death because of a police chase, right? So that, you know, I'm not suggesting that, that you ought to just chase with impunity. You have to have rules. Sure. But didn't we already talk about that? Didn't it get so bad under Chief Flynn and that new policy of pulling back and telling officers not to pursue, it not changed to engage? behavior where, where people knew that so they would drive away from police. Just automatically. Yeah. No matter what. No matter if- what. If you know they're not going to chase you, why wouldn't you just run? And then the argument, I guess, on the counter is, well, look, yeah, we got a than- license plate. We know where we're going to find these guys, you know. But you have more than 20% later. of crashes ending with... Or I'm sorry, 20% of chases ending in a crash over the past five years. I would imagine that includes those who are drivers running from police who just crash into a pole sure. or something like right, that, and yeah. nobody else is hurt or injured. But right, if you've ever been near a police chase, and I have, I don't think it's ever gone by me, but I've seen them. Yeah, me too. I mean, they're traveling at high speeds. They cause it because. Police are pursuing a vehicle, often at high speeds on city streets. That driver out in front is driving recklessly. Police have to make maneuvers. They put their own lives at risk as mm-hmm. well. So mm-hmm. it's not as easy as just say, well, they ought to chase, they ought to chase. They're, they're, you do have to have parameters and policy, and not every chase is worth it. 
But if we go back to where we were, like there was a reason that people demanded that MPD re-engage and chase more often. Now, I'll give you a perfect example of what we're seeing right now when you back off. I mean, look at the retail theft epidemic that we have going across the country. Some, somewhere, somewhere along the line, we just decided that we're just going to let people walk out of stores with stuff. And it got so bad that the word was out. And now you have, I mean, you've seen the video. Go ahead, go on social media. It's everywhere. People walking into stores, cleaning out the shelves, walking out with a cart full of stuff, and nobody says even boo to them. Not even like, are you going to pay for that? Like nothing. And because of it now, the unintended consequences, you have stores shutting down. And it's got to be at least somewhat of a factor in the Macy's decision to close 150 stores across the country. You have Walgreens right here in Milwaukee that are closing locations that serve people in that community who need them because so many people are ripping them off. They won't say that out loud, but clearly that's part of it. Why'd you pick this spot and that spot? Well, they're two of the most picked over spots by thieves in the city. That's why. When people go to your store and don't pay for stuff, it's hard to keep that store open. So there's a real-life example of what happens when law enforcement totally backs off when there are no consequences to action. That action continues and escalates. And I think the same thing is going to happen on Milwaukee City streets. Isn't it? Well, I suppose. I mean, it really depends on how you change the parameters or if it even gets that far. Like, what, what options are there when you go back to the police chase idea? You know, what, what can be done? What would be most effective? You know, obviously in a case like this, you can comp other cities of similar size. You know, what do they do in Cleveland per se? How does Nashville handle, you know, are there ways you can use that as a template moving forward? And you can argue over exactly what the policy should be, right? But you gotta, you have to have some policy, you have to have rules of engagement so that uh, our law enforcement officers know where they stand. When when can we go after somebody? When should we go after right, somebody? Right. And the community gets to choose the policies for its law mm-hmm, enforcement mm-hmm. officers. So what works in Milwaukee or what Milwaukee wants and desires may not be what that's West true. Bend desires. Right. So that's fine. But just if anyone, like, do you feel like I'm really safe on the roads right now? No, I suppose not. But do we get safer by police not engaging? Say somebody whips by at 100 miles an hour on city streets. Shouldn't police try to bring that to a stop? I don't know if there's a better answer than that. I mean, the other part of the equation is, and it's been pointed out any time, time and time again, if police catch that person who's driving recklessly or whatever, prosecutors have to prosecute and judges have to sentence. We can't just keep rounding up the same people, bringing them in, give, letting them loose on a signature bond, and they go right back out there, steal a car, and do the same thing over and over again. Well, then that's an act of absolute lunacy. Then might as well not chase if you're not going to do anything to people. So that's the, the back half of the mm-hmm. equation. Mm-hmm. No question that needs to be addressed. And maybe voters will address it in the upcoming election for district attorney or for upcoming elections for judges. We choose our judges. But regardless, I just think you have a real-life example right in front of you as the retail theft epidemic continues to grow, no signs of slowing, stores closing because they can't stay in business because people are walking in and walking out with stuff without paying for it. And there's a perfect spot where we backed off out of, I don't know what, compassion or what, or, well, it's not worth it. Well, at some point it has to be worth it or the behavior will escalate. We're up on that again as we ask this question once again in Milwaukee. 819 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Mentioned it is a special and rare day on the calendar. Doesn't happen often. Every four years. Every four years, yes. (laughs) Yeah. 
so leap year, where did it come from? How come we decided February 29th? All those questions answered here by our Debbie Lazica. Let's play a guessing game. What happens every four years? Ooh, good guess, but no. Here's another clue. What happens every four years and a certain percentage of the population is extra excited about... Another good guess. Here's your last clue. It has to do with time. Give up? It's leap year. And by the way, that percentage of excited people are folks born on February 29th. We'll get to them in a second. But first, why do we have leap year? Director of the UWM Manfred Olson Planetarium, Dr. Gene Creighton, filled me in on the nuts and bolts. The reason for this is that the Earth takes 365 and a quarter days to go around the sun. And we don't deal with quarter of days, so we say let it be 365. Rounding it off for simplicity. But if you don't make a correction for that quarter of a day, inevitably you're going to be out of sync. You're going to say, oh, this is the beginning of the year, but it's mid-July. So... The way that most modern people do this is that every fourth year, we add an extra day. And globally, it's been agreed upon that we add it to the shortest month of the year, February, because having 32 days in January is just plain cruel and unusual. This isn't just a let's follow tradition and let's just add a day every four years. It has consequences in our daily life that we just take for granted. We just assume that the time is going to be true everywhere. But if we don't all agree that we're going to add that moment now, then it doesn't work. Yeah, you know that phone in your pocket? Yeah, it needs everything to time out as well. So it turns out that if you don't take it into account, then our satellites wouldn't work properly. So what about the lucky percentage of the population that is born on the elusive February 29th? Well, I decided to talk to my friend, actor, playwright, and musician Bob McKay to get his take on turning 14. Sort of. Well, technically. It's funny. I often get the question, wow, you're a leap year person. So what do you do? How does that work? What day do you officially celebrate your birthday? Really, whatever day is most convenient on any given year. And then uh, every fourth year when a real birthday happens, I just might go extra big with the celebration. And there's always this option. On a year when there's no birthday, you're going to invite a bunch of people over, right? And then we pass out party favor and hats and snacks and stuff. And we wait. We treat it like New Year's Eve. We wait till that split second at midnight where my birthday is supposed to happen. And then everyone would point at me, laugh and go home. Well, all kidding aside, the exact date might make a difference to some. According to Thomson Reuters legal directory, some states have determined that either February 28th or March 1st as being the legal date that a person turns, for example, 18 or 21. Incidentally, in Wisconsin, it's March 1st. So to recap, without leap years, our seasons would be all out of whack with the calendar and satellites and astronomical observations may be all messed up. But if it's your birthday... The best thing about it is what a great conversation starter and a great icebreaker. If people don't already know this about me, it's a great little thing to just throw out there. uh, And right away, people cock their heads and go, oh, tell me more. How does that work? Happy birthday, Leaplings. Debbie Lazaga, WTMJ News. So Eric made an interesting question or point, I guess, about the leap year thing was just discussing 
how do we get the whole planet to align on right? Isn't that amazing? On this calendar, I got Deb. the memo. Did you get the memo? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I'm guessing it was just the Romans said, "Hey, here's what we're doing." And they, were, they were in charge of a large part of Earth at the so, time. This is right. true. This is true. This slowly kind of took over the rest of the world. Here's, here's what we're going to do: rest of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Follow our lead. This is going to be leap day, dang it. 829, Wisconsin's Morning News. Eight thirty seven on Wisconsin's Morning News this Thursday morning. Does everybody know Richard Lewis? Yeah, I you think would, so. You would know him if you saw him, if you don't remember the name. Kind of had a career resurgence. Had a sitcom with Jamie Lee Curtis back in the day and then came back with Curb Your Enthusiasm. And really started in stand-up. Yeah. I'm paranoid about everything in my life. Even at home, I, on my stationary bike, I have a rear-view mirror, which I'm not thrilled about. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's dead. Richard Lewis, yeah. he died. And he would appreciate how, how I just said that. Right? <laughs> no, he would. He, he would. would. Right. Actually, the best thing about yesterday, the, the silver lining yesterday was the fact that Every clip that he ever did with uh, Larry David was on the timeline yesterday. Everyone, everything was posted. Those things are brilliant. Really funny in that show. And Larry, what did Larry David say about him? You know, he was asked about his friend's passing. Yeah, he said he's super funny yeah. and super sweet, and he made me sob, and I'll never forgive him. For and that. for that, I will never yeah. forgive him <laughs> today. So just, just perfect. But the story that I want to tell you is I worked with Richard Lewis. Is that right? Like, I actually worked with him. I mean, we, we didn't plan stuff out together, but I was emceeing an event where he was the headliner. The Jewish Community Center here in Milwaukee has for, or had for a number of years, put on Laugh It Up Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And they brought in some pretty big league talent. Howie Mandel was the headliner one year. Yeah, Seth that. Meyers twice. Yep, yep. Um, Martin Short. No kidding. Wow, right. So, like, name. they would bring in, like, A-list comic, comedic talent for this fundraiser, and they would fund various charities and whatever. They pick a new partner every year, and it was a really cool event. Richard Lewis did year two. Uh, Susie Essman, who's also on Curb Your Enthusiasm, okay. if you'd remember her, uh, she opened for him. So, like, the two of them came and did a stand up show. And before we moved into with the event to the Pabst or to the Riverside as, as it continued to grow, they held it at the J. It was at the JCC. So, it's tight space, mm-hmm. maybe a couple thousand people, maybe. And so Richard Lewis was the headliner. I got to meet him beforehand, and he was real nice, very nice guy. His act bombed. <laughs> it, was, it was the worst comedy show I'd ever seen in person. Uncomfortable. It just, just didn't hit? It, it, he didn't, no prepare? It was yeah. like he had no act E. Hmm. And which, uh, if you know Richard Lewis's stand-up, he does. He is a little scattered. Like that's part of the yeah, bit because yeah, yeah. he's kind of around and he's, you know, he looks it's like neurotic. He's and, oh, yeah. Let me tell you something else. You know, and, and, and so it was part of the bit, but it like wasn't hitting. And you know what comics do sometimes when they mess with the audience, which is usually one of the more special parts. It's spontaneous. So mm-hmm. they'll, yeah. hey, what's your name there, oh, Eric? Yeah, what do you, what do you do, Eric? I'm on the radio. Ah, it's a great job. You know. So what they do is comics. They'll they'll deviate from their standard. They'll branch out. But then you see them coming back to... They always have the structured plan of their act. Exactly. Right? Okay. There are these spaces where they can reach out, but then they come back in and then yeah. they do their act. Dude had no act. <laughs> like, it never came back to anything. And it was, you know, sometimes he would get dirty, whatever, but this was just blue and not funny. It was like, this guy's up there just being gross. Just looking at the clock. Mm. <laughs> well, literally, at one point late in his act, he looked at his watch... <laughs> <laughs> and said, look, I, 
I know it's getting late. I just got a couple more things. <laughs> that is not a good sign. You know, the best part about this story is that I think he would actually appreciate the fact that you're telling it. I think he would. Because <laughs> one-on-one, he is a great guy and his body of work, clearly. But that night in Milwaukee, he absolutely bombed Richard Lewis, dead at the age of 76. I want to blame my parents for practically everything. I Look. After high school, I said, what should I do? I have no idea what I should do. And they went, well, we think you should run away with the circus. And that wasn't good for me. Oh, the good hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good If you're able, I want you to click on the live stream. YouTube, WTMJ.com, our mobile app. Click the Watch Now button or text WATCH to 855-616-1620. Milwaukee Admirals looking to start a new winning streak tonight at UWM Panther Arena. Here's Liam Foodie one-on-one. Foodie to the slot defender, falls. Foodie to the net, scores! Liam Foodie scores! Dean Stewart fell, and Liam Foodie pushes it between the legs of Delia at 6.43. AHL TV on the call. One of the many amazing highlights on the ad's historic run of 19 wins in a row. Admirals President John Greenberg, friend of the program in the house, as is... One of our favorite mascots, Roscoe, in full regalia. Morning, Roscoe. See now, yep, if you're, that's about it. See, <laughs> if you were watching on the live stream, you would have seen his emphatic response. A couple of things, Greeny. Great to see you, first of all, uh, because it's all new again, starting tonight. So let me address the streak. You have suggested that, and uh, I don't think it should be your job, but you have suggested that there might be an offering to the people because, as we are wont to do, we expect free stuff yes. when we hit twelve. Celebrate! So, I, do you have any any movement on that? What are you What are you offering? Well, if you're in Milwaukee, it's free beer. So, <laughs> hello. Yeah, right. <laughs> so uh, tomorrow. Uh, Wait, is this happening? Are you making an announcement is, right now? Yes, tomorrow uh, at uh, Saz's, at Stenny's, and uh, at Major Goolsby's. Uh, when you walk in, you'll get a certificate for your first Coors Light. Uh, on us and on our good friends from Beer Capital and uh, and Molson Coors. So a Coors Light, uh, free Coors Light tomorrow at uh, those three fine establishments who are also supporters of the Apples. Yes, sir. <laughs> Outstanding. Great work. As I said, that should not be on you. Right, we, Eric and I tried. We like tried to you know stir it up there. Yeah. Who's who's giving us something Calling for free? All our right? partners, <laughs> yeah. asking for hey, so City Connect inspired sweaters tonight, right? Reflective tomorrow. of tomorrow. Oh, yes, to- tomorrow. No game tonight. Did uh, I say it wrong tonight? Yeah, we we. We'll We're stop gonna... out there anyway. Roscoe yeah, will be there. He'll entertain you for a while. He'll stand out front. Oh, I'm sorry, pal. So tomorrow, yes. It's tomorrow Friday Sunday. and Sunday. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. And so, yes, City Connect inspired uh, Admirals jerseys. You can see them uh, on our socials now. And uh, our players are very excited to wear those. Sal Freilich was very excited to wear it. Right, we yeah. actually <laughs> sent him one, and he was very excited to put that on. He's a former hockey player um, uh, when he was in high school. and. So he actually, I think in April at some point, he's going to come down and hang out with us, um, throw on a jersey. Are they going to let him skate? I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> because you worked many years at the Milwaukee Brewers yes, as the, well. If you were advising the Brewers as to one of their hot prospects, would you tell them to put the skates on or no? I would probably shy But I also remember Robin Yount wiping out on a motorcycle, so right, yeah. I don't want to do that either. <laughs> you don't want to wear that either. <laughs> no, I do not want to own that one. But uh, yeah, we're going to wear those uh, uniforms and... Um, uh, we're also keeping the uh, the beer thing going. We are giving away can koozies, uh, which are two sided admirals on one side and uh, brewers on the other. It's a set of three, so it's a really nice giveaway. It fits all different sizes of cans. So your twelve ounce can, your 
cans for your white claw and your uh, <laughs> your can for your twenty four ounce for those who are into you say that with disdain. <laughs> <laughs> Or whatever you need in there. Yeah. Okay, so that's tomorrow night, and then Sunday is your annual charity game with tickets as low as seven bucks, and then three dollars from each ticket sold is going to go to Children's Wisconsin this it year. It is. It is, and we are very close to sold out. Very, that's awesome. Very, very close to sold out. I've been out, to so. that game when we did yeah. Special Olympics a couple of years ago, and it's a really special night, and people get into it. And then one of the features is they can bid on, is it going to be the City Connect sweaters? On or? Friday night. Friday night right. for the for those, that'll be a one-night-only uh, thing. And then on Sunday uh, afternoon, the first 1,000 kids are getting a uh, uh, practice jersey, uh, an Admiral's practice jersey, 14, kids 14 and under, thanks to Children's. And so that's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, you can bring your skates on Sunday. Uh, and go out on the ice afterwards and, oh, that's amazing. and skate on the rink. And some of our players will be out there with you. And it, it's going to be a really nice family day. So it's going to be a great weekend. We've won. Yeah, Roscoe's going to be out be there, there too. Absolutely. With the kids? You're yep. going to skate with the yeah, kids, he'll Roscoe? He'll be on the bench taking pictures. Okay. Uh, with the, we, we generally get a lot of people who come out for skating. So Roscoe sometimes can't see where everybody is. And, mm, you understood. Know, the hip yeah. checking is uh, un- unintentional. <laughs> it's unintentional. Tough on the peripherals, eh, Roscoe? You can't. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> see, if you're not watching and you're listening, I'll interpret for Roscoe. He has his hands just above <laughs> his eyes and he's covered his eyes. It looks. Yeah, put the headphones on so you can hear. <laughs> Hey, Roscoe, you, you know what? Can I, can I just share something with you? Because you and I both recently shared a birthday or right thereabouts, right? Good for you. Happy birthday. So, listen, I figured out what just happened because I was confused as to the John kept saying Friday night. And I thought we just established, wait, you don't play Friday night. You play. For the longest time, I've been operating under the thought that today was Friday. Really? Yeah. So, there you go. That's you, where I got confused. Have you been saying Friday? <laughs> Roscoe, do you want to tell us how old you are? He was born in 1998. Okay. And actually, Sunday is Roscoe's birthday. Oh, Sunday. So Roscoe's friends will be there to join him to help celebrate. And uh, Other mascot friends, Roscoe? Yes? Oh, other hockey friends, he said. No, mascot friends. Okay. And so coming from all over, uh, lots of, uh, it'll be it'll be mayhem, so it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> hey, man, how special was that streak? That's really cool. I mean, I, I, I always talk to you about your, your sort of dual mission. I mean... When it gets down to the down to the end, you're going to lose some of your best guys. They're going to get called up to the to Nashville, and that's so hard because you're making a run at a Calder Cup here. But man, that streak was really special. The guys like fans liked it. The city liked it. Yeah, well, 19 games in a row, and uh, every night was something special. That last win, number 19, will be one I will never forget. Building was pretty full, and uh, we came from behind in our. One of our players became our all-time leading scorer since we've been in the American Hockey League with a game-winning goal. And uh, uh, just a really, really electric night in the building to be able to get to number 19. And, um, you know, even though we lost on Sunday in Grand Rapids, we still have a 15-game home-winning streak that we are riding. And uh, so we're going to try and keep that going. And uh, it's just really been a lot of uh, lot of fun. And Troy Grosnick, uh, one of our goalies, has got he's won 14 in a row, so he's got that streak still going. We got a lot of really good stuff going on, and uh, still a long way to go. And you can do laundry now again, right? Yes, yeah, right. yes, we encourage <laughs> right. with that. all the various. Are you aware of any particular guys who had some some strange like don't break the streak habits? No, our players were all pretty much uh, you know we're gonna just keep doing what we normally yep. do. So they did not uh, uh, do anything abnormal, which I think maybe was 
It probably helped. That yeah. was their thing, was we're not going to do anything abnormal. Because so, if we start a streak after two games and they start doing things all the time, they'll drive themselves crazy. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Okay, so Sunday is the annual charity game. Almost sold out, but still room for folks? Yes. Uh, we'd like to f- finish it off, but we're getting close. And the free beer again tomorrow. Yep, at Stenny's, at, at uh, Saz's, and at Major Goolsby's. So your first Coors Light is uh, on us and the good friends uh, at Beer Capital and Molson Coors. Man, congrats, John, uh, on that. And thank you for that. For all no, of absolutely. Us me. And uh, <laughs> Roscoe, happy birthday. Really appreciate you coming around. All right. There you go. Put her there. <laughs> He's posing for the camera. 8.53 on Wisconsin's Morning News. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Great show today. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good show. We did you a favor. Stacked with a lot of good stuff. WTMJ forecast sponsored by Dave Dre Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. High of 45 degrees today under sunny skies. Low down to 30 Temperatures could hit 70 degrees inland on Sunday. Right now we're at 20 in Milwaukee. Our thanks to John Greenberg and the Milwaukee Admirals. Let's review the free beer. That was breaking news on this program. Free beer, courtesy of the Admirals, tomorrow night. Coors Light available to you at Saz's, Stenny's, and Major Major Goolsby's. So it's one apiece. Okay, you can claim your thing. I suppose you could hit all three establishments if you really wanted three <laughs> free beers on the ads. Right, but uh, congratulations to them on their 19-game winning streak. And there, I, th- I think we played a part in that, mm-hmm. in getting something free for the people. Yeah, thanks for pushing so hard. Yeah, appreciate so that. that's our job. News is sponsored by Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. Retire well with Kowal.